I'm Scott. And I'm Melissa. And we are the Sunshine Travelers. Our passion is travel and sharing our experiences with those who enjoy it as much as we do, or those that want to learn more about travel, or even those that just want to live vicariously through our travel stories. No matter where you fall along that journey, get ready to hear firsthand experiences as we visit some of the most interesting and amazing places on Earth. In this episode, we are going to tackle the tough issue of what to pack when traveling. Have you ever seen those people that show up to the airport with three suitcases for a week-long trip? We see it all the time and want to help you avoid some common pitfalls when packing for a trip. So hold off on packing your bag and let us share some of our tips that we have learned over the years that might help you. Melissa, we wanted to take an episode to address the issue of packing and help people understand how to pack efficiently and effectively for a trip. And this is something that you're very passionate about. So why don't we let you give us some tips and tricks that people can use when when packing? Yeah, that sounds great. So two thoughts that I have before we get into our list. Um, number one, I... Oh, I, you have a list. I do have a list. All right. I don't really actually like to pack. I feel like I procrastinate packing really badly. Don't you? Yeah, I've got to be at the airport in less than 12 hours and I haven't packed yet. But you usually like can just pack super quick. But I get like really... I guess, anxious that I'm going to forget stuff. I mean, I usually don't. And I usually do really, really well. Um, and then, but once I'm on the trip, I'm so glad, like, I just don't have all the extra stuff. And, um, you know, it's just nice to have just that that simple amount of things with me. Yeah. And, you know, you've really done very well, I would say, recently on our trips around packing. And I think a couple of times your bag might have actually been a little bit lighter than mine. Yes, I think so too. And I I think I just got tired of having heavy bags and just so much stuff and then thinking, well, I didn't use these five things or 10 things, you know, whatever. It's just, um, or I didn't even wear these pair of shoes or I only wore them once. Um, it's just not practical. And I think I just got tired of just carrying around stuff that we didn't need. Now, I will say that after the pandemic, do you, don't you feel like like our first couple of trips, we were like, what in the world? Like we're out of practice of this. Like we just, did a, I felt like we did a terrible job of packing a couple of times. We just shoved as much stuff in a suitcase as it would fit. And I remember going on a couple of trips where we didn't even use half of the stuff that we took with us. Yeah. And I really find that if you're just not super intentional. So, but you're right. I am passionate about this because I, I we do see the people and I always comment, oh, they have so much stuff. And we've been in situations and we'll talk about a couple of them, but we've just been in situations where it would have been like, oh, I'm glad I don't have, or I'm glad I'm able to carry, you know, this stuff. Um, so we'll talk about those in a second. So are you ready to get into the list? Yeah, and before we do, let me just talk about, and if you go back to the episode where we took our long trip, um, summer trip through Europe, just remind you that we took a backpack on that trip, right? And so the things that we're telling you are things that we've learned, the things that we have used, and uh, we hope that you'll find value in them as well. 
All right, so I have condensed this down to keep it organized to 10 essential packing tips for smooth traveling. So you ready? All right, let's go quick though. We need a shorter episode. (laughs) All right, number one, limit the number and size of bags that you carry while traveling. We limit ourselves to two each, regardless of whether we're checking bags or not. Because even if you're checking bags, you've got to haul those bags around to other places, um, in cars, in taxis, in ferries, in transportation. Um, So this just allows you for easier mobility, especially when transferring between those different modes of transportation. It also helps avoid baggage fees on flights. So that trip to Europe, we had our main um, overseas flight, but then we had several other ones. And we've done that quite a few times. Um, And so if you're flying not your airline that you have your status on to get your free bags or whatever they charge and they are hefty fees like 60 to 75 euros for a bag so you just want to keep that in mind and so and we also recently learned that the carry-on size restrictions vary between the U.S. and in Europe but also across the world so just be mindful of specific requirements for each airline and just double check with those and make sure that what you're planning on carry on, they're going to let you carry on to avoid some of those fees. Better yet, I have a suggestion here, is if you're going to carry a bag onto an airplane, buy yourself an international carry-on. And that should be the only bag that you carry onto an airplane. I, I, I get so tired of seeing people bringing full-size suitcases and trying to shove them into the overhead bins. They're not going to fit. And all it does is it delays the flight because they got to try to find a way to, you know, now take those and go check them underneath the plane. So don't be that person. You know, and that really is a good tip. I would also say make sure that you can lift that bag above your head and put it into that overhead compartment. Because if you've got, I mean, if you're close to that 50 pound limit and you can't by yourself lift that up, I mean, people usually help each other, but you're not guaranteed and you don't want that thing falling on you and other people. Um, And I know you've had that happen. So more importantly, not only lifting, but being able to control it on the way down. Because when you've bang somebody in the head. They don't appreciate it. Yes. So Scott, that's a really great tip. And so what we would recommend to you is that your two bags be this. So that international carry-on that Scott's talking about, let it be a rolling suitcase and then take a backpack. So you can carry that backpack on your bag, but you can roll it on that suitcase if you need to, but then you can pick it up and and carry it. Um, And so then when we took our trip to Europe, we took that one bag and then I took a small purse as well. Um, And it just made it so much easier getting on and off trains and ferries and of course um, it was cheaper so one time on a trip in Greece actually in Athens there was an elevator at the hotel except for it didn't go all the way to the top floor and guess where we were on the top floor so the very last flight you had to take that flight of stairs and so whatever you had with you you had to carry and so you just don't know if you're going to London you're navigating the Heathrow Express or the tube you're going through the airport you'll definitely thank us and so I've never said oh I didn't pack enough stuff if I've overpacked I've always always regretted it I wish I didn't bring xyz can I offer a pro tip for the backpack yes so find a backpack that's made to it'll have a little strap across the back of it that slides down over the handle of your uh, wheeled suitcase 
And then that way you don't have to worry about that bag constantly falling off and knocking your suitcase over and stuff like that. Find one that's made to slide down over that handle on your suitcase. Yes, that's a great idea. That's really great tip. All right. Number two, comfortable shoes are essential for travel. And we recommend that you choose one that can serve dual purposes and Wear your heaviest shoes when traveling to help save space and the weight in your bags. So if you're going to a beach destination, choose sandals that can be worn both to the beach and for casual outings. I personally like my thong Birkenstocks because they're comfortable for walking. They can go to the beach. They can go to the pool. It doesn't hurt them if they get wet, but they can be dressed up for dinner. And additionally, I like to carry a pair of sneakers or tennis shoes that are suitable for working out, for walking, for hiking. And please don't travel with new shoes because if they rub blisters and they don't work out, yikes, you're going to be miserable. So this way you can just minimize the number of shoes that you need to bring. And so, Scott, do you remember that I only took two pairs of shoes when we took that six-week trip to Europe? I do remember that you left the house with two pairs of shoes. I also remember that along the way you picked up several pairs of shoes as well. Yes. So I don't know. You can't pass up handmade sandals in Greece and the price of Birkenstocks there for sure. On to number three, when packing your carry-on bag, prioritize the items that you use daily or would need in case your check bag, if you check one, gets lost. So I've just recently learned that the backpack is the most practical choice. It allows you to be hands-free. It provides you convenient access to all your essentials. And so also keep your items like chargers, headphones, your Kindle or e-reader, um, a pen, and chapstick all together in a pouch for easy organization. And I have found recently, I like to keep this right with me on the flight. So I'm not having to try to get things out of my bag, either from underneath the seat or in the luggage compartment. And um, I mean, it's very small, so it fits in the in the seat back. Um, but it just makes it super convenient. And then pack essential toiletries or non-replaceable items, um, such as prescription drugs, supplements, that type of thing. Um, A change of clothes in a bathing suit if you're headed to a beach or pool destination. And if you're bringing a laptop, make sure that backpack has a laptop sleeve as well. Number four, even if you are planning to check your bag, pack your toiletries as if they will be in a carry-on. Follow the 3.4 ounce, 100 milliliter limit for liquids that you have the limit for if you're going to carry them on. Um, Packing smaller containers or purchasing travel size products saves weight and space. And keep all your toiletries together and organized in some kind of zip-up toiletry kit that has separate compartments or bags that you can put in them. I have one from L.L. Bean that I've had probably for 20 years, and it is fantastic. So invest in something that you can just use and keep everything together. Um, I group items like makeup and face products in different pouches within the kit. And then be sure to put or have a way to put your liquids in a quart-sized Ziploc bag or a clear pouch, reusable pouch for airport security because some airports are stricter than others, and you never know. So... I've known people before that just insist that they have to have their full-sized shampoos, conditioners, etc. when traveling. What would you say to that? So honestly, I, I'll bring some kind of conditioner just because I have longer hair. And if I run into a situation where the conditioner is not, so I bring a small thing, a conditioner. But honestly, most hotels have, they're going to provide those essentials. And I don't usually bring those things with me. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of room inside of a suitcase when you start putting 
full-size bottles of shampoo and conditioner, not to mention a lot of weight. Absolutely. And so that's why I just I just carry the small ones. Because if you do have something that leaks out or something like that too, then you've got a bigger mess and you've wasted a, a bunch of stuff. So I just always, it doesn't matter if I go somewhere in the car for a night or two. I do not, I just don't take full size stuff. I just kind of have a, I have a routine and a system. And I think that's the other thing about traveling like this is you kind of get into, here's what I take when I'm traveling. And that's kind of what we're trying to help with too. So I think that's our challenge to you. If you're one of the people that feel like you have to carry a full-size shampoo, conditioner, etc. with you, try one of these tips for a trip and, and see if you could actually get away with it. You know, one thing to remember is, especially when you're traveling, you're in places where nobody knows you. Now I know there's cameras and you want to take selfies and, and all those things. But really, don't worry so much about the, the fashion show and stuff like that. Enjoy the destination of where you're going. Well, but I would say I still take everything that I use every day and like to use. I just don't bring the huge bottles of it. I put it into little smaller bottles and I still bring all the facial products that I use, all the makeup that I use. And we'll talk about clothes in a minute. I mean, I bring things that I actually want to wear and bring plenty of them. So what's next on your list? All right, number five. So for women, consider a small purse or crossbody for personal items. And also keep in mind that this should fit in your main carry-on bag. So if you're going to have your two bags, um, the backpack and a roll-on carry-on bag, so just make sure it would fit in the very top of that backpack. So it's something small like a crossbody is usually what I use. And this just makes it super convenient to access things like your phone. We always use the digital tickets um, on our phone, a credit card, uh, your passport when you're going through the airport. So again, just make sure that fits at the very top of that carry-on because the airlines will say you can't have, you know, more bags than that. And I have had that happen if I haven't been, you know, mindful of sticking it in there real quick. Um, and so then if you require a larger purse or a bag at your destination, just pack that in your check luggage. I often do that. I have like a foldable, like the Longchamp bag or something like that, that I can just fold up. So a, a, a like a flat purse that if you need something bigger. All right, that covers the stuff that is going to go with you no matter where you're going or how long you're going for. So now let's talk about clothes. Number six, planning your travel wardrobe is crucial for essential packing. Opt for a mix and match wardrobe of dark, comfortable clothing that doesn't show stains or dirt easily. And by adding a jacket or a scarf, it can really help you switch up your outfits while minimizing the number of clothing items that you need to bring along. Be sure to consider the activities that you're going to be doing each day and choose pieces that can work for multiple days and that can be paired with different items. I really think of it as creating a capsule travel wardrobe with your favorite well-fitting clothes that you feel comfortable in because you certainly just don't want to travel in stuff that you just don't you're not comfortable in you don't feel like you look good in and I think that's just really crucial um, if you buy new items to take I would definitely try wearing them at least once before your trip to ensure that they're comfortable and to determine any additional requirements like if you need a specific bra or undergarments or are these shoes gonna are you just gonna feel good and comfortable and you just want to be thinking about your clothes um, while you're traveling as well number seven 
I think packing cubes can be your absolute best friend. They are just so incredibly useful for optimizing your space and keeping your clothes organized, especially if you're moving from place to place as well. It's just almost like having a chest of drawers in your suitcase. That's what it always feels like to me. And I like to use a small cube for items like socks and underwear, bras, maybe a swimsuit. And then depending on your needs, you can use one or two additional cubes for separating pants from shirts or sweaters or organizing your complete outfits together. And also on the way back, you can use those cubes to separate the clean from the dirty ones. And so here's kind of like what my rolling suitcase typically looks like. The shoes on the bottom and the sides and then my big my toiletry pack on one side and then those packing cubes kind of fit um, on the other side and it just really works out great. So that's what that looks like. Number eight, avoid overpacking jeans. So you might want to bring jeans for something, but just avoid overpacking a whole bunch of pairs of jeans due to their weight. Um, they show dirt easily. If they get wet, they're slow to dry. I typically opt for things like um, black pants or black leggings instead of jeans. I may bring along one or two pairs just depending on the situation, but I really try to limit that. Number nine, always pack a bathing suit. I always say to Scott, do you pack your bathing suit? Because you never know if you're going to have a pool or a hot tub or you just never know. It's just a good idea to have a bathing suit with you because sometimes they're not always convenient to go find one. And, and they don't take up a lot of room in your suitcase either. Yeah, they don't take up a lot of room and it's just nice to have one. You just, you never know. I also recommend a packable rain jacket because again, you never know and a small packable umbrella. You can keep that in your, you know, in your check bag unless you know it's going to be rainy when you arrive. Um, but it, those are just nice to have as well. And then number 10, and it's funny because as we were kind of talking about the things we we're going to talk about, Scott was like, what? That's just extra stuff. And I was like, but I carry this all the time. He had no idea that these next couple of things, well, some of them, he had no idea that I kept these all the time. So I always carry a little stash of Ziploc bags of various sizes um, in a little pouch in my suitcase. And they have always come in so handy. Wet clothes or just... Um, I don't know, just all kinds of things. Sometimes we've needed them for um, packing snacks, snacks right. or, yeah, absolutely. So just all kinds of things that you might, you never know what you might need little Ziploc bags for. I also carry a reusable shopper bag. I mean, it takes up zero space, but especially like if you're going to Europe, they charge for bags. Um, and so I just, I'll keep that in my suitcase, but then I toss it in the bag I'm carrying around town or if we go to the grocery store or um, like a pharmacy type place to grab stuff. And then I also have a Columbia collapsible duffel bag that fits perfectly in the front zipper pocket of my um, suitcase that I wouldn't really use that pocket for anything else. And that's come in handy sometimes for souvenirs or if we've bought the shoes he's talked about, or um, we actually had that bag on that trip. We took that with us and just things you pick up along the way. And so you don't, you don't mind bringing more stuff home. You just don't want extra stuff on the whole trip. So that's just, you know, so if you do need it, you, you forgot something and you do need to go buy clothes or, you know, a jacket, or you just see something that you want to buy it's just another way that you can have a little extra space to me that is one of the main reasons why you don't want to have a lot of bags you know besides the fact that once you get there you got to do something with all of them but if you need to now take that duffel bag and use it on the way back you can check the roller bag 
right? And you still only have two bags on the plane. And so, you know, I think that's that's something important to keep in mind besides all the dozens of other reasons I think that we've given you of, you know, why not checking three and four bags is a good idea. Yeah. And that's funny as we just sit here and talk about that. Like I can just think back through different trips, the things I've brought back in that little bag in Guatemala, like scarves and, you know, um, you know, things that were handcrafted there and in Greece, the shoes and in London one time, you know, tea and stuff like that. So it's just interesting to think back on those and how I've used that bag. And then the last thing, and this was the one that's, I was like, what? But I, I keep like um, a little bitty tiny Ziploc bag with a, like a laundry detergent pod, just in case that you need to just wash something out in the sink. And, and then also some like, like a little stain stick or, um, stain remover pads or something like that because you just never know so it's handy to to have that stuff so we keep our favorite packing essentials on our favorites page on sunshinetravelers.com and so we're going to link that in the show notes Um, a lot of those like literally some of the stuff we have had forever that bag I've had forever my toiletry kit I've had forever and so it's not stuff that we buy all the time and it's like Scott said we really do have a system and these are the things that I like to take and I know the clothes or shoes that I like to take just because I know they're going to be comfortable and I feel good in them and it's just easy to travel in so we'll have that we'll have that link and those things so that you can look at those I'm going to need you to create me a packing list for my golf clubs and stuff I've been traveling recently, taking my golf clubs with me. Maybe I need to go through my bag and do a little bit of uh, calculation of what do I actually need to take and not. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, we will point out you have to check those golf clubs. So, But that's a unique destination thing. Um, and you may find that. Like, for example, so we should add probably then, like when we went to the Galapagos, we have, you know, extra camera gear and video gear and stuff like that. So it really just depends. But like, I would say these are the essentials that if we're not taking golf clubs or we're not taking you know, camera gear or podcast equipment like we did on another trip. These are the things that I would say that we always take. And especially if we're going to want to, you know, pack light um, as well. And when we were in Europe, we actually, during that six weeks, we mentioned it before on that episode, but we, we washed a couple of times too. So, I mean, that's, that's a, a very big possibility as well. Like you could send it out in the laundry at the hotel, you know, that's going to cost a little bit more, or you could go to a laundromat or you could find a wash and fold. Um, and so we've done that. We did that in the Alaska, um, as well. So we really hope these tips will help you just streamline your packing process and ensure a smoother and more efficient travel and experience. And like I said before, I've just found that it's just, it just feels so much easier when you just don't have so much stuff to to worry about and carry. Well, all this talk about packing reminds me that I need to go and pack for my trip to Wisconsin tomorrow. And then back to Orlando for the weekend, and that's two different kinds of weather that I'll need to prepare for. Thanks to these tips, I'll be conscious of what I'm packing to help lighten the load. We hope you enjoyed this episode and will find some inspiration for your next trip. Most importantly, follow our podcast, leave us a review, and share it with your friends to help them catch the travel bug. You never know, they may become your greatest travel companion. 